0: Welcome, everybody, to Future of Beauty Unfiltered. I am your host, Hannah Cook, Head of Growth and Innovation at the Pull Agency. And today, we have a lovely, healthy, skin-looking face with us, Manuel Guerra. Welcome.
1: Thank you, Hannah.
0: <laughs> How are you?
1: I'm very well. I just came back from a lovely break. So oh. um, I went back to Spain for a week. Was it nice? And it was needed before right. coming back to chaos, London.
0: Chaos, London in reality. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. So I'm gonna do a little bit of an intro to our listeners. Um, and then I have a ton of questions, but today we are talking actually about the power of human touch within kind of skincare and therapy, which when I first met you for me was a really interesting angle. and and view that you had on the category. And you are a no nonsense talker. So I'm really looking forward to hearing about it today. So Manuel, you are also um, a creator of MG Skincare. Um, which is a groundbreaking line of botanical and effective skincare products. Created by Manuel, a former dermalogic therapist and leading skin expert for over 20 years in the industry, um, this skincare line is aimed to deliver professional level results for a diverse range of skin concerns. Now your journey actually into the world of skincare began with a personal struggle with severe acne and I definitely want to talk about that later and this experience obviously led to you becoming a certified skincare therapist completing your education at Brighton College back in 2003. Between 2006 and 2012, Manuel was an integral part of the renowned skincare company Dermalogica and this period also marked the beginning of your skincare classes where you shared your knowledge um, and expertise with Dermalogica. In 2013, leveraging that experience that you gained, and obviously prior training at Brighton, you then founded MG Skincare Clinic, and this clinic quickly gained high praise from clients and established itself as a leading skincare destination, particularly around your very much sought after massage techniques, which I've experienced personally and can absolutely vouch are wonderful. So thank you so much for your time today. I know how busy you are, um, and I've been really looking forward to talking about this. This. so let's talk a little about your journey of mm-hmm. how you got here so this mm-hmm. all started for you due to your own skincare challenges can you talk mm-hmm. to me a little bit more about that
1: yes yeah. yes of course so it was back in 1998 1997 and I would never forget that summer uh because it was the release of ray of light of madonna so, <laughs> so crazy dancing around but I did dance with a lot of acne, I did suffer from a very, very severe acne. So, and I was a teenager back then. So I was going through Roaccutane and antibiotics and then dermatologist, uh, prescription drugs, creams, lotions, and pharmacists, stuff that will irritate your skin even more. It mm. might take away a bit of uh, infected acne, bet it will irritate you. Um, so I was going for facials through my neighbor. She mm-hmm. opened up a treatment room at her house. And it's funny because I actually went back last week, at just to Spain and I bumped into her to a clinic that I was invited to. And when I saw her, I was like, I'm here because of you. Oh. And so we, we stand up on shoulders of other people. So, mm. I thank her very much. She fixed my acne. She got rid of my infected acne and pigmentation. But what I was very concerned is that the products that she was able or not able to sell me afterwards. Mm. And that really resonates. I mean, treatments are great. So, I did purchase stuff from her back then, and it was clays, mud. But it wasn't anything sophisticated, and it was not affordable back then. And still, most of the products in clinics are very, very expensive. So I did suffer from the acne. I got cured for a, 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 a time, and then I emigrated to the UK to learn English in 1999. And then about 2003, I said to myself, I want to learn about skin. Why is it that I'm still getting acne? So I was living in Brighton. I went straight into college and they already started the training, but they took me in. So, so they got me in, um, paid towards the training. It was very affordable back then, only 500 pounds full time for a year. Wowzers. Yeah. Yeah, very. And it was level two, MVQ two. So back then we would do everything from pedicures, manicures and facials and electricals. And I fell in love with the industry. I loved the whole of the treatments that we were providing, especially face treatment. So that was it. That I knew I wanted to do this for the rest of my life.
0: Mm. And um, when I first met you, you very quickly said... uh don't believe i'm I'm not a beauty therapist I'm a skin therapist right. um tell me a little bit more about that uh that thinking
1: well yes i mean i'm I'm a guy as well so it comes to beauty it's very pinkish it's very i it has to it has to be unisex we have guys coming in for treatments as well and it has to be comfortable for the boys mm. so that word of beauty also resonates through Dermalogica. So Jane, the founder, doesn't believe on that word. And it, it is true. It's about skin health. It's about human touch, results driven, and yet incredible touch, incredible smells. It doesn't need to be beauty. It doesn't have to be mm-hmm you know, flowers and pinkish stuff.
0: It's got to be, it can be functional as well. And when you kind of went through this journey of actually understanding just yourself, why you you mentioned she cured you, but then it came back and you wanted to kind of understand actually how that evolved, did you ever get to the bottom of what was kind of causing it? Or is that an ongoing journey?
1: It was ongoing because of the food that I was eating. And I, I, I always eaten very well, but I love my sugars.
0: Mm-hmm. So it was
1: very, it was very acidic. And so I will break down on acne, especially right through here my jawline. Never funny enough on my forehead, mm-hmm. but just right through here. And when I came to London, it even got worse on the cheeks because the cheeks are related to the lungs. So it's okay. very polluted, it's lung related as well. So funny enough during COVID time, people were suffering from you know, a lot of acne, inflame, inflammation around around their jaw and around the lungs area, which is your cheek. So it was an ongoing, I find out I was on Chinese herbs as well. So I was taking herbs, teas and Mm -hmm. pills, And that really, really did take away. I mean, a lot of inflammation through my body and obviously cut off sugars. Yeah. By the way.
0: So so it's definitely, I mean, I, I think there's always this ongoing conversation in the in the beauty category and, and the wellness category. As we know, and we were talking about this, beauty has shifted in the last kind of five years and very much it was sped up massively in um, covid times around that it's about wellness and that beauty is skin deep and actually what we mean by that is you've got to start with the inside you know as we know on this podcast we have spoke to doctors nutritionists dermatologists all different kinds of um, medical practitioners and it's very much start from the inside because your skin is one of the biggest filtration systems you have Talk to me about skin mapping a little bit. So actually, based on kind of acne and problematic skin, because it's not just, you know, acne isn't the only problem. It could be rosacea. It could be eczema. It could be lots of different things, even
1: congestion. Um, What are the areas? How does your face tell you what's going on with your body? So, for example, back then, in in my case, I did suffer from that inflammation, acne infected right through my cheeks coming down already and and did tell you about the food related inflammation through the gut so the stomach area right here some people do suffer from here on the forehead forehead. i never did but i don't know why but never did right through here i don't drink alcohol either this is apparently your liver area between your eyebrows so that was fine very congested very acne prone right through here and that would tell you, I mean, basically, stress related hormones, very much a really um I would say ongoing person, stressful person inflame irritation mm. right through here mm. and i do I do believe, I mean, i'm I mean, I mean, I'm based in Southeast, and we still have a lot of dark African uh, customers coming in. And the food that they eat sometimes is too much of fried food. They mm-hmm. love the, the heaviness. And they do have a lot of that underlying congestion that when you squeeze those beautiful blackheads, they smell like almost food. Really? So it, is related, oh. it is related to good time that they're coming for lunchtime. So I'm ready for lunch. Oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> So it eats. It basically eats. It's up your food. It basically shows up. Smokers, I can tell, and I don't smoke. I can tell who smokes, um, because of the smell around the nose, mm. right here. It's just it's got a particular smell to it, and you realize only when you've been in the industry for quite some time. And again that broken capillaries, you show up in here. Yeah. Broken capillaries from those um, cigarettes, right? And here. Toxins. And they have a particular smell. Again, mm. when you squeeze and you do double cleanse, you really notice, mm. hmm, why is it there that it is so much congestion? Do you smoke? Sometimes you can't really tell because of the breath. Sometimes mm. people are very clean on the breath, but you can really feel also when you massage we we're talking about a lot of draining so mm. i do work on that it is quite inflamed yeah thing.
0: it's amazing i'm kind of watching you while you're talking and you're so tactile with your face and how you explain it and Correct. um
1: that and was yeah Go on. when and when we we get phone calls what what is it the facial entails what is it that you're going to be what do you what do you we sell treatments as bespoke we Mm. we sell times we don't we sell solutions obviously but when customers ask me what do you do in the treatment i said what do you want me to do Mm. and i need to see you i have no idea obviously you have a procedure like double cleanse and you are gonna be using these and that i said but i don't know what i'm gonna be doing that's the honest answer and I believe some clients love that. Some mm. other people will feel like I don't feel that is the right place for me. Mm. But as a therapist, you don't you never know what you're gonna be doing until you feel, until you feel the skin. And you have to really get yourself into that cleansing mode as well. Mm. I truly believe mm. cleansing, double cleansing, important. Forget about sacking machineries, get them out of the way. You still have to know what's underneath of your skin when you cleanse.
0: When you say what's underneath, what do you mean by that?
1: So you probably could see you look at somebody's skin and you might see pigmentation. Yep. But you might not see or feel congestion. So again, it is another way of doing face mapping yeah you do face mapping with your eyes closed you feel congestion Mm. acne yeah feel that area and I say that in my training on my therapist Mm. I say you need to close your eyes to start with and then open your eyes so you will see maybe the pigmentation the leftovers from the acne the hyperpigmentation but you not necessarily see the acne you need to feel the skin and that's again Mm. Skin analysis. That's the reason why you need to book clients in mm. and tell them. Well, we'll take it from there. Once I start doing my first client, I have an idea of what I need to do and what I need you to do.
0: Mm. Do you think um that a lot of consumers already know what their problems are when they come to see you, and are they
1: are they right a lot of the I time? Think so I think I mean I don't know about. I know for a fact that they have an idea. Mm-hmm. Everybody has got an idea when you look at yourself. Maybe you you need to go for, I need to go for my, uh, what do you call it? Shredding. So yeah. You have an idea of what you need. But they may not know certain ingredients or the mix of products mm. to target that skin consent or that. Mm. Because sometimes it's funny enough that you, we sell we sell acids here and I've made a blend for you. Back I know. There. So we obviously sell in products that are, you know, not basics, but they can't have so much active ingredients. It, you know, you may have an, a hyaluronic acid product and then you might have a salicylic acid product. And may you do have a vitamin C. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you have those products sitting on the shelf, but you're overdrawing your skin mm. because you suffer from the acne. So you're making the skin worse. Why don't you mix your acids? maybe with a roast hip oil mm-hmm. or a a vitamin C serum that is nourishing with your acid. So it's that part of? communication that therapists should be giving to the clients regardless the products that I'm going to be using in my treatments what is it you've got in your hand
0: yeah and I but I think that's part of the challenge for consumers is you don't want to have kind of 11 step I mean some people like I actually quite like a a heavy stepped routine because that's my that's my downtime you know I sent someone a video last night of showing them how they should be using a product to cleanse their face because it was a guy and he i was like he's like i'm not using it right so let me send you a video and show you um and but i think with consumers a lot of the time you 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 don't know so one of the things i loved when i came to see you in the salon so i'm really into my skincare i'm quite lucky that i don't typically get many breakouts if i do there's normally a reason for it i've either tried a new product and i'm having a purge or I've been wearing a hat at the gym and it's just, it's trapped that back to, you can normally, exactly, you can work out really quickly where it's come from. Yeah. Um, but as soon as I walked in to see you, you went, okay. And I watched for it, you close your eyes, you didn't say anything. And then you just put your hands and you went, okay, so we got congestion. And I was like, yeah, I'd agree with that. You know, it's kind of years of on the phone, like mobile phones are terrible as well for kind of creating congestion and and transference of bacteria you know we all know that a mobile phone is dirtier than a toilet seat so it's it's all those different things um but one of the things that i think i found really um inspiring and different in the experience was you you weren't shy of talking about you know when i was going through that and obviously my ceo came in as well who was absolutely terrified (laughs) first ever facial he'd had in his life um of talking about what the problems are and why and where you can feel it, and so again, it's that face mapping. But what I found amazing was obviously your views on then that power of human touch, yeah, um, and that this is something that you, I would say, quite feel quite strongly about, is lacking in the industry at mm-hmm. times.
1: At times, but, correct? Why? Why? Um, um, I laziness. OK, I think you you know, sometimes laziness therapists, we will get tired sometimes mm-hmm. um, and it doesn't need to take an extra 10 minutes. You double cleanse and you do it already. Face mapping. You're ready. If you're a brand new customer to me, I'm going to be talking to you while you're in the bed. I mm-hmm. need to be and talk. It doesn't make any sense by looking at your skin and not being touching your your face. I need to look through it. I need to stretch it. I need to find out what is it that you're doing at home and what you might need or might hmm. not need. So that time is crucial. And then I got quiet. So you don't need to be talking through the whole of the tri- uh, treatment. Mm-hmm. I believe that sometimes we get um, tired and lazy. Other things are therapist on some therapist or salons owners not especially therapists they follow trends mm-hmm. it trends right now is a lot of machineries
0: needles lots of kind of microneedling, derma brands. yep
1: not especially that but you know again it's a it's a particular machine that sometimes therapies use with wipes they, they wipe you off first and then the machine will clean you up you know i don't want to say a name but It is wrong. You need to clean with a product that is cleansing properly. And you Mm -hmm. need to feel the skin. And I had a conversation with a friend of mine I trained a a while ago and she's looking for another job and she is in a beautiful salon where they use a machine and they just use wipes to cleanse you first. And she's like...
0: Like wet wipes?
1: Oh my goodness. Okay. And she's like... This is not therapy. This is not skin therapists. This is just somebody using a machine because it's fashionable or because it's just been there and it's just very heavily marketed. Um, So there is very gorgeous, juicy therapists out there that they might do use a machine, but they will still cleanse you give you that experience and they will charge you a hundred plus and that's 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 yeah so it's why we work really hard
0: so based on that then what is it that makes a skin therapist like let's talk about actually the benefits of massaging
1: yeah definitely hannah you you said that very earlier um it's the human connection is the human touch and we want to feel that somebody's there with us for the rest of the one hour. Sometimes some people do not live with anyone and they need that human connection. We are, we are dying for that to happen. So it is very important that we connect with our other person, by human connection. And so treatment has become really, really um, popular because of that, because we miss that human connection, that activity. And I really believe that if you reach a certain age as well, when you're a teenager, you out and about and you meet a lot of guys and you you're having, you're having sex, you know, you're getting really good <coughs> sex. You, at some point in your life, you stop. And so treatments, therapy, it is a,
0: a different type of connection but a still a connection. connection
1: and people do not want to say that but is the truth it happens to me and yeah. it happens to all of us i think at some point in your life you have to change so therapy it is an add-on to that
0: yeah i mean i think one of the things that is really apparent i mean let's look at hairdressing as an example um actually one of my one of my closest friends is is a, a a skin therapist. She's she's very well qualified. She totally lives and breathes it. And um she says, There are things that I am told before anyone in any life, and there's this kind of code of silence that's what's said in the kind of treatment room stays in the treatment room, and it is that that connection, that moment where you're you are connecting with an individual on a a different kind of intimate level. Um, mm-hmm. you know, there is still that element, but the, the health benefits of that are obviously there's um additional kind of
1: um happiness.
0: Exactly. There's lots of the happy hormone, there's there's lots of kind of serotonin that's produced. Um and that is that's good for everybody, right? Um so let's talk a little bit about the ingredients then. Um So you also have a background in ingredient composition. And this for me was something that was really awesome when I was talking to you about my son who gets patches of eczema and it just flares up in the weirdest of places. And you went, I'll be right back. And there was a lot of like squirting and shaking and jiggly, right, give him this couple of pumps. And actually I then in times when I would have a dry skin breakout used on my face and it really made the most amazing difference. Yeah. Um, so you've got a, obviously a view when it comes to your formulation to address specific skincare concerns, um, and this obviously led to developing MG skincare. Correct.
1: What, why? Because I mean, obviously, over the years working for other brands and working freelance, you I needed to buy products, ingredients to take with me to the treatment. So. Um, So I started making oils, wash, clays. And so I would look through online, obviously. Um, But I wanted to develop a product line that had a nice, gorgeous texture to it. Beautiful smells, but it gives that results as well. So, for example, we use a lot of oats. And oats formulations that become really popular nowadays uh-huh. um so we do have milky cleansers with oats we have a moisturizers with oats and we have the powder volume with oats which, more- I <laughs> which
0: i love which i love
1: Yeah. And when you add water to it, it becomes very milky, Mm -hmm. really. And because I use those type of ingredients at college and through the other brands, when you use oats, you see beautifully Mm. underneath. You really do help. Um, So I wanted to develop a product line that had a lot of plants, botanicals, um, but then active ingredients with it as Mm -hmm. well. So for example I'm very excited to, I'm very happy with this new formula that we developed is the recovering serum oil that has got three types of seaweed I didn't know that there were so many seaweeds out there or like is so much and every every seaweed will treat different concepts, pigmentation mm. anti-inflammatory and
0: antioxidant anti-inflammatory. yeah <clears throat>
1: And it's great for sun. So you can use that oil mm. even if you're exposed to the sun okay. to treat pigmentation. So there is things that I don't know, obviously, but mm. the manufacturer will give you those ingredients listed and said, listen, I think you you could work with those ingredients. So mm. I'm very happy I received my peels
0: as well. Can't wait to see those.
1: And these are and we started developing the products in summer. Mm-hmm. It's irritating as well.'t Yeah.: you. It's: It is very, very painful sometimes. T- so,
0: tell me, tell me why why is it painful?:
1: Because in, you're not the only one.: Sometimes they don't see what I want them to see.: So I don't know if you can tell, but
0: it's quite thick. It's very cast oil like in its in its consistency, isn't it?
1: Yeah. So I want it to be safe and not super, super drying. So it is very much. So we were talking with the manufacturers. And they came with the samples and they were really runny. Yeah. And the smells were quiet. Essential oils as well. So when you come to appeals, it it, it anyway, it didn't, it didn't resonate to my in my brain. Mm. So they just came up with these lotions and I said, I need a product that is not going to only exfoliate, but is also available for the therapist to massage with and do microneeling and it doesn't run or go into the eyes you can go close to the eyelids to exfoliate and really close we get really dark patches here so you can very close massage the acids here Mm. and microneeling on top
0: so, uh, for, for anyone on the podcast he's currently touching his eye area because uh that's the thing it'll be on youtube as well but i'll tell you what this is going to be so much fun i feel like i'm the audio descriptor
1: for you today <laughs> yes so again when you feel the product it is very soothing and but when you've tasted it's an acid yeah it is like lemon it's like
0: citrusy well when we Ah. paused a second ago uh, the first thing i said when you poured it was it looks like castor oil consistency which for an acid for me doesn't align with what i'm used to seeing so one of the one of the formulas um that you used i remember when i first came in your cleanser is sunflower oil based and i winced didn't Mm -hmm. i and i went sunflower oil huh yeah where's that come from like why particularly i think when obviously you don't just treat acne okay um but for you personally acne is is a big talking point and that's where you have a lot of experience because it's a big journey that you went on um and so the perception rightly or wrongly is particularly with consumers is that the heavier it is the worse it's going to be for acne based skin, again, with aging skin. So a lot of kind of people that are actually perimenopausal, or even have gone through the menopause, this assumption, we're doing some research at the moment on on Gen X, actually. And one of the biggest things that everyone's saying is why do you assume that because I'm older, my skin is dry. And and, and therefore, every product I need has to be thick, thick. and clunky. Yeah. And yeah, and and that's just not the case, is it when it comes to acne prone skin and formulations?
1: And preferences as well. Not everybody preferred a product that is rich and thick. So yeah, you're right, Hannah. With with like sunflower oil, for example, has got a lot of vitamin E, which is brightening, healing, and repairing. And obviously the formula has got some other ingredients to clean. Deep menthol, licorice, fruit acid, lemongrass. And that blend with the sunflower oils is nourishing as well. We obviously use a synthetic ingredient, um, a chemical, um, polysorbate twenty, and that it's an ingredient that allows the water to break down the oil. So if you pour, if you get a glass and you pour some water. And then you got some oil. The oil sits on top. Yes. When the formula has got that polysorbate twenty or eighty, it it blends. So the the bubbles the or the the oil it blends with the water, and that is an ingredient that not every formula, or not brand, not many brands,
0: mm.
1: not all the brands would use because, um, it, it's. It's not as green or clean, but you have to have it when you talk about adding waters to a product or when you're using an oil, mulchifying cleansing product or when you use, what else do you use? for A toner, for example, that has got hyaluronic acid or oil with water. How do you blend that in so that when you use it, the water and the oils estates on your skin. So it's again a very controversial ingredient, mm-hmm. but they've been around for years and still safe.
0: Yeah. Um so your clinic and the team um you know they very much focus on um the skin technician element and because of that as you said earlier you don't know what you're going to do to someone until they come in. So they might say, I want a facial, this is my price range. This is my concern. But until you've done the skin mapping and everything else and spoke about their lifestyle, you don't really know. And for that reason, you focus on a combination of bespoke facial treatments, but you combine that with kind of non-invasive technologies like radio frequency, LED therapy, microneedling, all those kind of things. Why do you bring those two elements together? Yeah.
1: Well, first of all, it has become popular as well. So it's that we all need something extra. Yeah.
0: Everyone's think, a little bit extra. Absolutely.
1: And <laughs> um, for example, a steamer, the steam, so many therapists don't use steam. I, I mean, know. back in Spain as well. And then they're like, oh, it breaks. So we can't bother. We don't bother with the steamer. And I said, the steamer has been around for years. And it really does bring that extra to the treatment. So I believe on steam from the beginning.
0: Why? A-E- what does steam do? What are the benefits? Because it doesn't really open your pores.
1: It- I mean, it relaxes the skin. Like when you go into the steam and the sauna, you feel that you're sweating and you getting, you said that you, after the summer. A purge. Basically, you want to get rid of that. And that yeah. sometimes, you know, it helps for us to even to manipulate some products even better as well. Um, your skin doesn't get cold. It's just very, it's, a, it's somebody cleansing your face and you might feel cold through the treatment. So the steamer keeps the product and your skin warm as well. Mm,
0: okay. The- so, so what else?
1: What else? Um, it helps the structures to be better as well. So it relaxes the skin. Mm. So when you come with distraction, you start doing distractions. The blackheads, hopefully, it will, it will come up a lot easier as well. So you're so doing you
0: less damage.
1: So, correct.
0: And what about everything else? Obviously, LEDs. So yeah, know. LED,
1: we add it at the end through the mask. Um, you have um, We use a beautiful oatmeal mask with shea butter and coconut oil. You don't have to, you can just put an, a nice serum, uh, B3 serum, um, vitamin serum, and then put the lamp. Very popular, has uh-huh. become. microneedling. we see results even on acne that is infected as well. So even if it's an acne skin, make sure as a therapist, double cleanse, do a little distractions, apply good acids, and then roll. That works really well. And after the treatment, your skin should become a lot less bumpy as well from the needle as well has become very popular it's almost like surgery to be honest
0: yeah and and why bring those two together when you're so passionate about the human touch yeah why then bring machines in is there something they can do that that human hands can't
1: correct absolutely we do double cleanse exfoliate so we do give you that beautiful human touch human connection treatment and then we bring machineries through it. And then still we contact, you know, we stretch the skin and we're rolling or we use the pen as well. So it's a beautiful combination of both worlds.
0: Mm, and that tends to see the best results.
1: And the good or the bad things, I'm, I'm Spanish, only the UK, mm-hmm. it's allowed therapists to do micronealing and injectables, which I believe is incredible really only us therapists in the uk are allowed to do so when you go to some of the clinics in the uk mm. or outside of the uk it's only doctors or i think nurses, nurses that can do micronealing and it's too medical for us or to mm. me it's too medical lights on wipes quickly and then zzz. So we are in a very, very good position in the UK.
0: Where actually, because it's, well, I guess in this instance, it's less regulated to a certain extent. It is regulated, of course. Not at the same level. Obviously, it's hard if you couldn't do it as a practitioner. But then there are also negatives to that, right? So we're, we're now putting in... Regulations where you have to have certain qualifications to be able to do Botox, which was very much needed because, you know, Karen from Nat West could be giving you a meal in your top lip in her back kitchen. And it's not so much the ability to administer, but it's to deal with the consequences if something happens. And so, so you need that fundamental training to be able to. It's not so much always administer the treatment, it's
1: actually deal with the reaction, isn't it? A lot of the time. And it's about um what's the word that i'm looking ethical
0: yeah the uh, yeah the ethics behind it duty of care
1: mm. i am a therapist of 23 years and i just don't see myself injecting but uh-huh. misotherapy yes maybe. what's the difference the length obviously misotherapy is a much more um smaller needle yep. and it's just a combination of vitamins and hyaluronic acid You're just injecting Mm-hmm. It's pretty much like microneedling, to be honest. So mm-hmm. it's, it's to me, I feel safe. But when you inject Botox, it's a whole different story. Yeah. So I'm very happy with what is coming in the UK.
0: Yeah, well. of course. Um, One of the quotes that I saw when I was kind of going through... um just how you like to communicate MG skincare was that you've been quoted to state sometimes to create something extraordinary, you have to take matters into your own hands. And that's exactly what you did when you realized the market was missing something crucial skincare products that truly work. That's a very bold statement
1: to make. Why do you have that view? Well, there is, there is good products out there. There is beautiful brands out there. Um, but I wanted to develop a product line that it was a small. We got 17 products. It's still quite huge for some other people. And that, that they just deliver results enough for you to be happy as a therapist for you to recommend as well. And I wanted to have a product line that it was affordable as well. It doesn't need to be expensive. It doesn't need to be niche. It could be it could be sold, and I'm not going to say names, in a big department store where you could really have an incredible price point and have an incredible 30 ml vitamin C serum that you could come back every month and buy it.
0: Yeah, that's definitely one of the, the challenges. You know, As you know, we do so much consumer research and I am constantly in the market looking at how are people feeling about the space where are they overwhelmed where can brands do better where can even even a government level where can we do better and educate and there's this at the moment search for perfection search for premium search for prestige but the reality is with cost of living and everything else they want it at an accessible price point and the two just don't live together and actually a lot of the time when it comes to your skin, it's firstly, your skin changes anyway, so often, oh. depending on even just your emotional state. You know, seasonally, it changes. As I said to you, I've just come out at the end of summer. My skin's congested because I've just been going crazy with the sun cream because it's important to me. So how my skin is in the summer versus the winter, they're already different. Um, then you bring into account stress you know, which everyone is at the moment, you bring in diets, you bring in lifestyle, all these and and stage of life is also a big thing. And so all people really want is something that's accessible, but works. And I think the one of the biggest downfalls of that is, you might buy a product that works, but if you don't know how to use it, and what to layer
1: it with, Hmm. that's
0: actually one of the biggest downfalls for consumers because they just get really confused
1: yeah definitely Uh, and and we need to have more training as well as retailers as well so people that are on the shop floor they need to have that extra therapy training not hmm. more I mean sales training of course but it's more therapy training as well it's just to find out a bit more about the consumers when they come to you is that face mapping or just ask questions. of of course face mapping but some some retailers it's too much it's too long it's too long but you could still ask questions for example my skin is dry and is it is it constantly dry or is it after three hours you wash your face? Is it dry? Mm. See, questions ask that. It's just very, very important. And it's funny because when we do classes here, we, we on the weekends, and I work with um, a team of makeup artists, and I do the presentation of the brand, the makeup artists do tell them about the way they clean the skin and the way they clean their brushes funny enough which i didn't know anything about it but makeup artists are they're not professional therapists but they still have and they should have that background on skin health so i think retailers should train their team better much better
0: yeah, it's funny. Um there was something on this morning actually, yesterday I was watching, they were going, obviously it's Black History Month as well, and they were going through um, you know, different different types of kind of British owned um products and yeah. they started talking about how often you clean your brushes. And uh, you know, ideally once a week, but there are people going you have to clean your brush, like, and it's it's mad when you kind of think, again, just looking at the mobile phone situation with bacteria. it's And I right. think even educating at that level, I think is really important. Um, I have one final question for you, oh, we're working in a live clinic today, I'm actually loving all the people back and forth, but it's yes. very quiet, which is nice. Um, one final question for you, you've been on a really big journey as a practitioner, a business owner, a formulator, all these different things. If you could give one piece of advice to people that are in your own shoes, marketers, whoever it may be that's listening, what would it be?
1: Just hopefully you will be so busy that you are going to keep one work for you, one job or two maybe. That's my point. I mean, I want to be be so busy in treatments and selling the products and training that I don't need to worry with looking for um, shops to stock the products, et cetera. So mm. my passion resonates on training therapists. I love that. Mm. And obviously the products. So those two things I love. And I would say 10 to 20%, I will still want to do treatments on clients.
0: Mm. So it's kind of finding, I guess, your area of strength and really leaning into it rather than trying to just do everything.
1: Correct. Um, Obviously, you have to have um, time off as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I just came back from holidays and I just feel that right now I'm in a situation that, yes, the products are ready, almost ready. I need to bring someone, co-founder, sales director, sales manager, because that's where we struggle yeah. I still want to be doing my formulations, my blends, yeah. and my treatment. So keep what you're good at, only you can do for yourself.
0: Yeah. So bringing people, it's actually bringing people in that can do stuff you can't. Right. And that's amazing. That's really helpful. Well, look, Manuel it has been as always an absolute joy and I will 100% be seeing you in the clinic soon thank you so much for everyone that has listened today we really hope you've enjoyed if you have any questions please do get in touch at podcast at com, and we'll see you next time take care